How's it going? My name is Steve, air developer, comic book illustrator, former football player, podcaster, trying to get into medical school, and today I will be talking about why you could use AR in activism. You know, really, why use it? Uh, because there's so many different things that we can do, and I always think about the saying, if a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? It is a thought experiment that raises questions about observation and perspective. Is sound only sound if a person hears it? Does observation affect outcomes? Sound is just a variation of pressure that propagates through matter as a wave. You know, and that's a that's sort of a a response from like my pre-med days and taking the MCAT and that's just pure physics. You know, there's a subjectivity of it, and then there's the objectivity of it, and how we sort of perceive those things. And this forces you to question how subjective things are, no matter how objective things seem to be. There's always a perspective and a story being told, and there will always be sides regardless of if there should or shouldn't. As we see things play out in our country, we see the conflicts come from the sides' conflicting interests. Because there's somebody for black lives and then there's people against black lives for the black community and all communities of color the story of the tree falling really encapsulates their experience and it encapsulates mine as well if police brutality is rampant in their communities and no one is around to see it does it really happen does it really happen in white communities and do white communities actually believe that these things are happening and we're seeing this thing sort of come to a head uh, when that question is posed, it is not for communities of color to respond to. It's for white communities to respond to. White communities have, for decades, shielded themselves from experiences people of color have because of geography and because of policy. I live in Oregon, and Oregon had laws in place that restricted black people from owning land. They were allowed to drive through Oregon, but they were not allowed to stay. And when they did stay, then... There were things put in place that redlined them, that, that did all these things to disenfranchise them, and we're seeing a lot of that stuff happen now in, with gentrification and with the vanport and all that stuff. And so decades of segregation, laws restricting black people from owning land, redlining, over-policing, etc. Uh, the list can go on. That distance has created a narrative of police brutality as fantasy rather than reality for most white communities uh, because most of the stuff that they see or interact with as it pertains to black people are either as subservient roles in movies or on BET and so really dismantling that fantasy and showing the real life nature of it and we're seeing a lot of that still just kind of come to a head right now uh, and we're seeing with video and with imagery that the assumed fantasy is more grounded than they expected to where because we're seeing that eight minute and 46 second video, we're seeing really what that looks like, what pr police brutality looks like. And so the beauty of augmented reality is that you can place things in the real world that do not physically exist. And the word augment literally means add. So essentially you're adding things to the real world to make statements about social issues and contextualizing those experiences. There's an enormous power in that. And we see with every Marvel movie that we watch, you know, the 
just because it's not real, quote unquote, doesn't mean it doesn't have an impactful experience. The Iron Man costume is not real, but we know that Iron Man exists on that screen. And it's all about that experience. Experiencing George Floyd taking his last breath at the hands of police is an experience. And it's for everyone that watches that video and experiencing that, it's very visceral. That experience has a lasting impact. And we're seeing what that impact is. We're really seeing what that impact is. And so using AR, you can create those experiences for other things to contextualize them with the reality that we have and combat those fantasies that people have. You can really replay all the events of police brutality in AR in real time. You can replay all the events of public lynchings. You can replay all the events of slavery. You can experience these events in an immersive way that goes beyond watching a movie. And you can interact with the elements as if they were a game. The thing off the top of my head is, you know, my girlfriend was playing Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption and those things that take place. You can really create experiences around that that incorporates interactivity with an immersive experience that really just inundates those senses and allows you to contextualize what it really feels like for these people to go out and exist in these worlds and feeling like they're walking on eggshells because the risk of being black, the risk of, you know, navigating blackness and navigating a, a, a white world and not being white is one that really, really tell it's really hard to articulate for a lot of people of color. But through AR, you can contextualize it to where you create the you recreate the experience. And by recreating that experience, the, the words the words won't do the experience justice. And it's not a game because AR places experiences in the real world. And at the end of the day, you know, augmented reality uh, takes digital stuff, virtual stuff, and it uses virtual stuff to add to the real world to combat those fantasies that people have about really police brutality about all these things that uh that are quote-unquote on the other side and so uh with this course with a lot of the stuff that i'm doing uh it's really sort of allowing you to look at ar in a way that allows you to dismantle a lot of the barriers for for non-tech guys and gals non-tech people it, it's it really allows you to uh, look at AR as a medium, much like paper, much like, you know, Photoshop, much like all these different things to, uh, to use it as a platform or use it to enhance your platform, use it to enhance your voice, use it to enhance all the things that you want to do. You don't have to be a great artist. You just have to find your ways of navigating the space. And by navigating the space, you could do a lot of damage in it. And by damage, I mean, making a statement. And so with that, Again, thank you for thank you for watching, thank you for listening, thank you for uh, following along with this. Again, we're we're in trying times. We're we're definitely in times that we will we will listen to and we will see books written about uh, because these are these are the, the the impactful moments that that push the culture forward. And so 
Uh, join me in using AR. Learn more about AR. Uh, check out the Stucky podcast. Check out uh, Stuck on Island's YouTube channel. Uh, check out Illtopia. Check out Doodle Life. Check out all the things that I have going on. Uh, I'm just creating a lot of stuff for, for people to engage and empower themselves, especially during uh, this trying time that we have. And hopefully it, it sparks more conversations. And so without further ado, continue to use AR as a tool for activism.